live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. What is happening, ladies and gentlemen? Yes, I know that you did not see your typical screen of uh, <clears throat> of the barbed wire and uh, the American flag uh, waving so gallantly in the background. Uh, well, that's because, folks, I was having a little bit of technical difficulty, which happens with technology. But you got to see me getting things together. You got to see me uh, uh, setting up and, and uh, hey, you know what? You're fired. <laughs> Do your job right. You're fired. Oh, man, we already have so many people watching on Rumble. It's incredible what this... Uh, what this app has been able to do for us and for the Live from America audience, and definitely there when we need it. Thank you, Lord Almighty, for putting us here. Ladies and gentlemen, it is 5 p.m. Eastern Time. This is Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. The one and only hip-hop patriot, by the way. Was there before all of them. It's, you know, doing hip-hop anyway. <laughs> but it's turned out to be such a great thing. We got a lot of MAGA music going on. We got Bryson Grace and all these, all these amazing, amazing patriots out there. Uh, the, the, the Marine, the, the Marine Patriot who's doing hip-hop music as well. It's truly a great thing to see. Um, got a great show for you tonight. Got a great show for you tonight. And I want to give some live shout-outs to those who are watching on Rumble right now. So let's do that. We've got... Um, uh, Molly, uh, she says, hello from Florida. Disney still makes me wear a mask walking outside 90 degree weather. Isn't that amazing? Um, we've got, uh, people from Palm coast, Florida. It's C C O Dowd. I see names, but they're not your guys' names. So I'm just using your handles. Please put your names in the actual, um, the comments. So I know who you are. We've got, um, Polecat says, hi, Jeremy watching from Minnesota with our God offer god awful governor walsh blah jackie summers is watching from florida good to see you jackie thank you so very much we've got um uh alicia Wida says hi hi liz cheney you're fired bye girl <laughs> bye oh that's great we've got uh beck 62 624 r uh, frk says hello from south dakota rumble on carla reynolds is watching she says good evening jeremy ready for the second show from georgia Georgia. It's the same thing when, when, when I say Ohio, I have to say O-H-I-O. You know what I mean? Um, uh, uh, so what's up, Jeremy, from my son Camden and I in Illinois. We love your show. Well, shout out, Camden. Good to see you, man. It's good to see that you're watching the show with your mom. I appreciate that. And we've got Mandy Marie watching from Arizona as well. Wow, we already got 2,200 people in here. You know what's crazy, folks, is it used to take on YouTube, it used to take mm, probably 10 minutes to get 2,200 people watching live. Why? Because YouTube, just like Facebook, will not notify the people that we're live. It's incredible. Here on Rumble, we're already smoking that, and we're already four minutes in. That's what I love about this platform, is it does not shadow ban. It does not hold you back. It doesn't throttle you back. I have like 10,000 followers on Rumble, and we'll end up with over 5,000 watching live. <laughs> 
And that's all a testament to you guys too. Getting that copy and that link and sharing it, or just clicking that share button if you're on the if you're using the app, you can just click that share button and it pulls up all of your uh, social media. You can pretty much share it everywhere. But what we want to do, what the main thing is, we want to do is we want to get Live from America plastered all over Facebook. Since they didn't want it there, since they tried to push it away and think they won, and the trolls there think they won, and the Associated Press and USA Yesterday and all of the think tank uh, uh, third rate fact checkers, they think they won. We're just going to plaster it there now more than ever, all in groups, all on our walls. That's the that's the that's the idea that we're that we're that we're pushing for. <clears throat> okay, folks, I'd like to give some other shout outs right here, right now. I want to give a shout out to uh, five companies, five specific companies, and these are companies that belong to you. These are companies that belong to you that have signed up to be on the America Strong uh, section of JeremyHarrell.com, which, by the way, if you're not up there yet, don't worry. My web guy is submitting them when he does have the time, so he'll get them up there. But Revival Design. Revival Design is one of them in Nebraska. And I just got off the phone with Kara and uh, was speaking to her. RMA Apparel, Advantage Specialties, Kind Embroidery, and Mountain Life Threads. I am going to work with these companies and probably more in the future, but I'm going to work with these companies to start uh, doing all of the shirts and the apparel now because it makes no sense to go outside of our own communities if that's what we're trying to work for. We're trying to work for keeping the money and keeping the uh, the, the the conversation and, and everything right in our own communities, right in our own, and when I say that, I don't mean geographic communities. I mean Christian, conservative patriotic communities. That's who I want to give money to. I want to all eat together. I want to all break bread together. So I'm going to work hard with those specific companies right now uh, to do that. So shout out to all of those folks. I also want to give a shout out to Amanda Collins. She is a, uh, it would be an understatement to say that she's an avid supporter and a dedicated fan of Live from America. She's a great person. Amanda, uh, I just got your package that you sent. I have not opened that package yet, but I will and that'll be on tomorrow's show, 11 a.m., and I'll show everybody what you got me. But Amanda Collins on Instagram, make sure you guys go follow her. I'd also like to thank Nicholas Primavera because Nicholas Primavera sent me a package today. <laughs> Check this out. He sent me this nice little book, uh, why, oh, why, 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 which is full of some great things, but I wanted to show you this. He sent me this sign, Keep America Great, this little sticker, and it says, Jeremy, ever since I found you and shared uh, shared with my mom, uh, she had been glued to your videos. We cannot thank you enough for everything you do. I'm sending you some masks with funny stickers and a short book I wrote. Hope you can share and enjoy. The best is yet to come. Check out these masks. <laughs> this one says, it's got Biden on it. It says, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Masks don't work. <laughs> <laughs> and this one's got uh, uh, Dr. Fauci on it. And it says, I can guarantee, I can guarantee that masks work. <laughs> those are funny. I might, I might win it. If I, uh, if I fly, I might wear those just, um, just, <laughs> just to spite people. I'd also like to thank uh, Daniel and Susan Sholly. Uh They've, they've sent things before and I've showed you what they've sent before, but check this out. They sent me a put on the full armor of God that you may be reading it backwards here that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the evil. Check that out. Ephesians 6 11 armor of God. Great, great, great picture. Thank you so very much, Daniel and Susan Shah Lee. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time to give our love and our honor and our attention right to the Lord, where it belongs. So we're going to be reading from Jesus Calling, May 12th. If you have your Jesus Calling book with you, um, you may only have the morning version. I have a version that was sent to me from a wonderful uh, supporter of the show that's got a morning and an evening version. So when you see me read the evening versions, that's why it does not coincide with what yours says, which is most likely just a daily version. This one gives me morning and evening. So we'll be reading from Jesus Calling, and this says, May 12th, year of our Lord, 2021, says, your relationship with me is so saturated in grace that the two are forever inseparable. I want you to rest in the perfection of my salvation. My glorious grace makes you holy and blameless in my sight. Think about that. My glorious grace makes you holy and blameless in my sight. All of us have a guilty conscience. All of us have regrets. All of us wish that we didn't do some of the things that we've done in our lives. But God says in his grace, it makes you holy and blameless. So nothing you do or fail to do can ever separate you from my love. Can you imagine that? I mean, think of the love that you have for your children and then times that by infinity. That's the love that God has for you. And that's the love that he expects back from you. I mean, you all know how much you love your kids. You would take bullets for your kids. You'd do anything for your kids. And God loves you more than that. Whew, that's powerful stuff right there. That comes from Ephesians 2.8. And that says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. For grace you've been saved through your faith. Faith, 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 faith. That's the big key word. And also Romans 8. 38 and 39, which says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love that God, or from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Again, that is Romans 8, 38 and 39. That is just, that is love that is incomprehensible. Okay, that is, we can't even comprehend how deep, how, there's no way to fathom how strong that love is. I mean, it's incredible when you read God's love for you. That's what makes me cry. That's what makes me go, wow, how am I even worthy of that? You know what I mean? And then it says, before you turn out the light tonight, as you reflect on the events of today, call this truth to mind. It is impossible for you to become ungraced. It is impossible for you to become ungraced. I think I'll take a slurp of coffee for that one, huh? All right, folks, let's get to the Lord's Prayer, my favorite part of every single day. Please say it with me. Man, and you know what? Somebody had a good idea. Remember when I told you I wish we had a way for for me to hear all of you say it all at once? Somebody had a great idea about Zoom. So we might incorporate, not every day, but maybe once a week, where we do a Zoom call, where I get 30, 40 of you on. I don't know how many you can have on in Zoom. And that we all say the Lord's Prayer together. The only problem with that is there might be some kind of a delay in a Zoom call. I don't know. I don't know how we'll make it work, but we will make it work. And by the way, I apologize for not having a voice chat today. I got too incredibly busy. So anyway, Lord's Prayer. That's what we're focusing on right now, Lord. Excuse me. Forgive me. Okay, here we go. Say it loud so the Lord can hear it. Our Father... Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. All right, folks, we got about 4,000 patriots watching on Rumble. So if you haven't yet, please give me a Rumble, which is a like with a little plus sign. Let's Rumble. Let's get those links out there. Let's get people in on the show, watch live, so that we can all get ready to rumble. First and foremost section of today, let's talk about Kevin McChina and Mitch Mi- Oh, no, excuse me, Kevin McChina. <laughs> Mitch McChina and Kevin McCoward. And I'm sorry if you like those two guys. I'm not saying they're bad individuals. They definitely are bad for the Republican Party. And I'm speaking of Mitch Mick China and Kevin McCoward. Kevin McConnell. Kevin, whatever his name is. Anyway, I call him Kevin McCoward. Um, these two knuckleheads, they come out today. They go in and have, an, they have, a, uh, they have a meeting today with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, apparently. And they come out and they, the press is waiting for them. The press, press is frothing at the mouth. They can't wait to hear what was said in the meeting between Kevin McCoward and Mitch McChina and Corn Pop and Kalema Harris. And they came out and what Kevin McCarthy said was disgraceful. What he said was a disappointment. What he said was not what we all stand for in the Republican Party and is not what we stand for as MAGA. And what he said was this. He said... Nobody is questioning the legitimacy of the election. That is over. That is done. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up the Dominion and mail-in ballot truck. Can we please? Beep, beep, beep. Let's back back up that truck real quick. Are you kidding me? The leader of the Republican Party in the United States House of Representatives who went down and tried to to get all chummy-chummy with President Trump and take pictures of him and say, we're all on the same team. We're all working together. That same Kevin McCarthy is now out there in front of cameras, as as late as today, coming out there and saying, nobody is questioning the legitimacy of the election? What? That's over? That's done? No, that is not over, sir. That is not done, sir. And everybody is questioning the legitimacy of the election. Why are these people so afraid to say it? That's what I want to know. Why are they so afraid of the left-wing media? Why are they so afraid of the left-wing hacks? Why are they so afraid of Nancy Pelosi? Why are they so afraid of the Jihad squad? Why... Right there. Why are they so afraid of the of the dumb dumb squad? What are they so afraid of? They know that if they say it, uh, they know they're thinking it. So why not just say it? Now this is the same Kevin McCoward who's best friends with Frank Luntz, who is a lobbyist for Democrats and pharmaceutical companies. They work together. They live together. They're pals. They're chums. They live in the same building. Well, not anymore because Kevin McCarthy got caught doing it. So you got this guy out here who claims to be the leader of the Republican Party and then says, in the House of Representatives, excuse me, but then says as he walks away from reporters that he will be the Speaker of the House. Kevin McCarthy will not be the Speaker of the House. 
He's a rhino, and President Trump knows it. And he sealed the, he 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 sealed his own fate today when he said nobody is questioning the legitimacy of the election. You know that that's not true, Kevin. You know that that's not true. We all know that that's not true. We know that you're questioning the legitimacy of the election, which means that you are a coward, which is why I named you that. The guy is a straight coward. And then you've got Mitch McChina doing the same thing. Oh, it was a great, uh, uh, the chinless wonder, right? Oh, oh, great meeting. Uh, it was a great meeting today with the President of the United States. And it was a great meeting with the Vice President of the United States, too. And, uh, uh, the red line in the sand for us. Uh, just stop, just stop, just stop, just stop, just stop, just stop, just stop. I understand that things have to get done. I understand, I understand that you have to work on both sides of the aisle in order to get bills passed. I get it. I understand politics very, very, very well. I understand uh, the etiquette that you have to have. I understand the, you know, you're at work. That's your job. You have to have a certain um, moral presence uh, when you're doing your job. I understand all of that. But ladies and gentlemen, this is not a fair game anymore. This is not a fair game. This is not some run-of-the-mill, everyday average election that we've all seen throughout our entire lives. What just happened was the single greatest hoax and the single greatest crime against a free people that has ever happened in the history of this country. That's right. I said it. The American people were deceived. The American people were lied to. The American people were, were had their lives ruined, had their businesses ruined, shut down for a year. Their children were muzzled. Their businesses were destroyed. They were muzzled. They were silenced. Social media censorship run rampant. Dominion comes in, steals the election for the Democrats. No, this isn't time to be all... <laughs> Sounds like Joe Biden with his mask on. The only problem is you don't have a chin, so you can't talk right. That's But that's neither here nor there. Uh, the chinless wonder or Kevin McCoward and his lack of, of, of courage. The problem here is that these two guys who are the leaders of the Republican Party from the Senate and the United States House of Representatives are weak. They are weak. They do not know how to lead. They do not know how to take a stand. They do not know how to demand. They do not know how to rile up the base. They do not know how to get people into the streets and, and protest. They do not know how to even... Uh, the only thing that they know how to do is lo- is get lobbyists to work for them and get donors and, 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 and pander to their special interests. That's all they know how to do. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm happy with our Republican leadership. I'm not. I'm disgusted. I am absolutely disgusted with Kevin McCarthy and, and, and Mitch McChina. So I want to know what you guys think of this. Let me go to the people. Let me go to you and see what your comments are. Turtle and McCoward, here from Michigan. They are deep state rhinos. Vote them both out. Moral presence? Question mark. LOL. Chinless wonder. <laughs> no doubt. Fire Fauci. Both of those uh, POSs aren't leaders. LOL, you're killing me with laughter. Um, is the other dum-dum on your shirt Cynthia Johnson or whoever that was told that Trump supporters are treading lightly? I don't know. Is that, is that her over there with the bald head right there? Oh, no. Cynthia Johnson. That was the other one from Michigan. That's right. I forgot about her. She should be added to that shirt. Um, uh, President Trump is not fooled. Exactly. So you guys, for the for for the most part, um, 
Yeah, no, I, I'm reading. Everybody's every, for the most part, you guys all agree with what I'm saying. And you agree that you are not uh, well represented by these two individuals. They're sitting there, oh, the president and the vice president. No, I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't even give them that kind of courtesy. I would say the same thing that I say right now. The resident, the current resident and vice resident, who are, in my opinion, illegally occupying that White House, but we got to do what we got to do. At, le- at least go that At least go that route. But you're scared to even say that. You're afraid to even say that. Why don't you spend an afternoon with Jim uh, Jim Jordan? Why don't you spend an afternoon with uh, Ted Cruz? Why don't you spend an afternoon with um, uh, Rand Paul, for all that matter? You know what I mean? Just not Lindsey Graham, because you might end up uh, doing something you don't want to do with him. It's from what I heard. From what Lynn Wood says, anyway. Just saying. <clears throat> So anyway, folks, I uh, these two knuckleheads. I have no uh, time for them. I have no, I have no uh, good words for them. And uh, I'm sorry that those are the leaders of uh, of the Republican Party. But uh, Kevin McCoward will never be the Speaker of the House. Period. And the chinless wonder, he's not even going to be around much longer. And I don't mean on this earth. I mean in the Senate. So we got to get these guys out. Um, Liz Cheney, she was the bottom of the barrel. Okay. Mitch McChina and Kevin McCoward, they're at the top of the barrel, and they're ready to overflow and get out of here, too. We don't need them either. If you're going to sit here and tell me that nobody is questioning the legitimacy of the election, and then the chinless wonder comes up and mumbles his way through things, basically saying how much he respects the president, no. All you're doing is playing kiss butt. That's all you're doing. Whose butt can you kiss the most so you can get whatever it is that you can get through so you can look like a hero? You're not fooling all of us anymore. Nobody's fooled anymore. And America's made, we've, we've made our choice. President Trump is the leader of the party. It's MAGA. It's America first. The election was stolen and COVID was, was, um, was uh, used to uh, steal the election, period. If you don't say those things, then we have no room for you in the Republican Party. You want to talk about cancel culture? Let's do a little cancel culture of our own. We're not putting up with it anymore. Period. Bye. You're lucky we're not ruining your life like the Democrats do. Just just, just get away from us. Just be gone. That's all we want. Just be gone. Well, let's move on to those two knuckleheads to an actual Dum Dum Award, shall we? The Baltimore Mayor. Bam! Swamp Donkey Bucket. The Baltimore Mayor, Brandon Scott. Now, I've done stories on this guy before. I've done opinion pieces on this guy before. The guy's seriously a nut job. He's a left-wing nut job. But you, if you live in Baltimore, which is a very high-crimed uh, area, you'll be, you, you'll be so happy to know. You'll feel so safe when you go to bed at night. Because the mayor of Baltimore, Brandon Scott, a Democrat, has announced a new pilot program. Are you ready for this? Get ready. Oh, the suspense. The new pilot program that will that will actually direct and send out mental health counselors to 911 calls instead of police. And this is the Democrats' latest attempt of showing you that police are not needed. Wait until five, six, seven, eight, ten mental health counselors are shot and killed. Wait until they get to a, a 911 call that they have no training to handle and watch it go amok. Watch it just get more out of control. People are going to get hurt. The people who call 911 are not going to be saved. There's going to be no kind of safety and protection there. They're going to send out mental health counselors, not to all 911 calls, but a good portion of them that they feel that the cops don't need to be called to So in, in case that they accidentally get there and decide to kill a black man, apparently. 
So, ladies and gentlemen of Baltimore, you can rest easily tonight. You can lay your head on your my pillow that you got from MyPillow.com where you put in the promo code LFA to get up to 66% off. <laughs> you like that? Shameless plug. You're laying there on your Mike Lindell my pillow, sound asleep, and all of a sudden you hear something at the door. <gasps> oh no, it's Antifa and BLM. They're trying to break into the house. What do I do? There's so many of them. Oh, I'm probably not allowed to have a gun here either. What do I do? What do I do? I know what I'll do. I know what I'll do. 911. Yes, hello. Um, Antifa and BLM, you know, those terrorists that are ideas. Yes, they're outside of my house right now. They're breaking my windows. They're going to get in. They're going to kill me and my family. I don't know what to do. What's that? Oh, what's that? Oh, oh you're going to, oh, you're going to send a mental health counselor out here? Oh, 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 they're going to talk to them and find out their problems that they've, that they've faced since they were children and try to get to the root to why they're there breaking, why they're here breaking into the house to kill me and my family. Oh, well then, thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's okay, guys. It's okay. You don't have to break in anymore. Um, or actually, you know, I, I can't stop you because I guess this is your house too, uh, according to the government. So come on in, but don't worry. There's going to be somebody here real quick, and they're going to give you an evaluation and find out why you're breaking into the house to kill me. Thank you so much. Nine one one saved my family. They sent mental health counselors. Oh, <laughs> what? Dum da dum 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 straight stupid i can't wait to see i can't wait to report on the tragedies that are going to be uh mental health counselors getting hurt or killed or not being able to stop somebody else from being killed imagine imagine if the mental health counselor was called instead of the cops for that 911 call where that girl was going to stab that other girl imagine that mental health counselor jumps out of the car hey excuse me don't stab that girl i'm a mental health counselor i'm here to talk about why <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> Clearly, you've got problems. You want to talk about it? <laughs> Nobody cares. Mm. Some people in this world, I swear, some people in this world. All right, let's move right from a dumb dumb award to giving away today's first smarty, shall we? Boom! Smarty Award of the day today. That's going to go to Wisconsin. The entire state of Wisconsin. Why? Because you guys have worked your butt off so much. Getting a hold of your representatives. Getting a hold of your state senate. You guys have pushed bills through. You have pressured your representatives and your state senators to push bills through. And Wisconsin passed a bill to require the national anthem to be played before all sporting events. Oh, say can you see the national anthem is now a law in Wisconsin that you have to sing it before sporting of excuse me, sporting events. Now, I don't know if it's a law or I mean, I guess if you pass bills and they go to, and they go and they get signed in, there's their law. Right. Uh, but I don't know if somebody could actually go to jail for not playing the national anthem is what I mean. So I don't know how strictly that'll be enforced, but the simple fact that they did it shows the patriotism of the great state of Wisconsin, which I used to visit quite a bit when I was a child to go to the Wisconsin Dells. 
and have vacation with my family and go camping and and you know all those great fam uh, all those great memories in, in Wisconsin and I still have family in Wisconsin so great job and you know what guys we're gonna follow that up with another smarty but this is gonna be one of those unlikely smarties the the, the uh, a smarty that will probably never ever give these people ever again but I gotta give a smarty to Disney. Not because they're actually smart, because they actually did something smart realizing what was happening. So let's go ahead and give it to them. And again, this isn't a good smart. This is a stupid smart. Uh, and what, stupid smart? What kind of oxymoron is that? Well, let me get to it, okay? Disney, remember last uh, few days ago on, on, on uh, Life from America, we talked about how they were pushing critical race theory as a mandated training program now for everybody that they hire. You had to check uh, uh, white checklist to make sure that you realize that white people are bad, orange man bad, white man bad, uh, everybody else good, uh, you're Satan, blah, 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 critical race theory. Well, ladies and gentlemen, due to, the millions of people <laughs> calling in, emailing, screaming about it, and canceling their Disney Plus subscriptions, Disney has now decided to follow the footsteps of Woca-Cola and backpedal. I think that's a smart move, Disney. Don't you guys? When we the people can hit them in their pockets, that is when they wake up and that is when they shut up. They have now removed that program from their, uh, from their training of their employees. They quietly just removed it from the website and they will no longer be pushing critical race theory as a hiring mandate uh, anymore. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is a small win for us, but it, and it, it's, it's a smart move by Disney. I can tell you that. Disney's still completely evil in every way, shape, or form. However, it shows you the power of the people when you hit them in their pockets. So, Woca-Cola and Disney, they're starting to shape up because they're realizing that they are not immune to going bankrupt if you mess with the people that actually work pay taxes, and contribute to society by buying your products. So, Disney Plus membership went way down, so they decided to stop doing the bull that they were trying to do. Share this video, folks. Get it out there, shall we? Let's get up to... Uh, my goal here is to hit 7,000 live. I really want to see if we can hit 7,000 live on Rumble. That would be a massive... Uh, That'd be a massive accomplishment for us to do with only being on Rumble Live for one week. And I don't see anybody else pulling those kind of numbers live. I'm looking. And I don't even see, even like when, when Bongino and they, those guys put up videos, they're not getting that kind of interaction. That means that you guys are killing it. I'm not doing nothing. I'm just doing the show. That's all you guys. All right, moving on, ladies and gentlemen, some good news here. I guess we can take it with a grain of salt because we know what is happening in the top brass of the Pentagon. But the Pentagon has issued a statement today promising their ironclad support for Israel amid conflict with the Palestinians. So we will see what that looks like to stand with Israel. But what I think they mean by that is Israel can take care of the Palestinians. Israel is well-equipped. Their military is well-equipped. Their technology is well-equipped to take care of the Palestinians and that constant uh, threat from those uh, Ilhan Omar-loving um, uh, crazy people. Okay? Um, what I think that the Pentagon really made the statement for was one, optics, definitely optics, because I don't believe that Biden and the left are with Israel at all. I, I believe they want Israel to fall. But the, the military does have a major function, uh, even though they are in, uh, under the direct, uh, you know, 
chain of command from Biden, uh, the military basically does what it wants. The top brass at the Pentagon does what they want. Even President Trump couldn't get them to do some of the things that he wanted them to do. And I think that they are saying that they are going to back Israel uh, when other countries start getting involved. Because what you're going to see is you're going to see other countries. Courage is contagious, right? That doesn't just mean on our side. That means on that side, too. So if courage is contagious, you're going to see Iran and other other countries around them also start doing the same thing to Israel. And Israel can... For- Israel can thwart off uh, problems from Palestine. No problem. Israel could probably thwart off even another country trying to attack them. But we need to step in now and we need to, we need to nip this in the bud right now. So the Pentagon making that statement today was good, but I want to see another step. I want to see more action taken. Okay? Now we're going to play a video for a few minutes. So this is one of those times where you guys can sit back and you guys can take your uh, take a break from listening to me for a second. Because... I would be doing you a disservice if I did not show you Congressman Jim Jordan grilling former acting Attorney General Rosen. Remember when President Trump fired Bill Barr and Bill Barr left disgracefully and now he's writing books and he's and he's uh, basically siding with the left? Well, President Trump put in an acting um, uh, Attorney General. Remember Attorney General, uh, Attorney General Rosen? Well, today... Uh, the attorney general was testifying before the House of Representatives, and he um, he basically distanced himself from President Trump today. He distanced himself from President Trump. He distanced, distanced himself from voter fraud, and he defended the Democrats' reaction and their response to what happened on January 6th, and Jim Jordan grills him about it today watch an attorney general a former acting attorney general dance around questions like a politician it's very funny if you're not a politician or a lawyer then don't try to act like one because it makes you look stupid and everybody knows you're lying so congressman jim jordan doing what congressman jim jordan does roll that beautiful bean footage mr rosen four years ago on january 6 2017 was it appropriate for democrats to object to the 2016 presidential election results uh, Congressman, I, I think the, the things that are appropriate or inappropriate for Congress to do uh, are that they, all, all members, of course, and all the rest of us have to adhere to the Constitution. And so I'm going to say that that's a, an, an issue for you as members of Congress. To well, no, you're a former acting attorney general. We appreciate your service to the country. I'm just asking, was it okay for them to, they've told us we're not allowed to object. We weren't allowed to object on January 6th. 2021. In fact, you're not even allowed to co-sponsor legislation that Democrats introduced if you did object to accepting and counting the electors on January 6, 2021. I'm just wondering what your thoughts on, was it okay for Democrats to do that on January 6, 2017? What I I would hope is people of of all parties, all political perspectives, uh, would, would respect the Constitution, our system of government, and the rule of law. And does the Constitution allow members to object to the Electoral College results on January 6th after a presidential election? My understanding is that it does. It does, right. And Democrats did it. I mean, we had Jim McGovern, the the Democrat chairman of the Rules Committee. He objected to the very first day called. He objected to Alabama back on January 6th, 2017. President Trump won by 30 points. Mr. Raskin objected to Florida. Mrs. Waters objected to Wyoming, maybe the only state that President Trump won by more than he won Alabama, she objected to Wyoming. And you're saying that was that was okay for Democrats to do. 
Rosen. That was fine. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Congressman. I didn't understand if, if you were asking me uh, to to respond to that. Uh, again, I mean, I think it's OK. For, it's OK. For, is it OK for Jim McGovern, the Democrat member of Congress, to object to Alabama on January 6, 2017? Is that all right? He's allowed to do that, I, right? I think I think if members are adhering to their constitutional rights and roles and responsibilities, you know, that's, again, a question for all, all the folks in Congress. And Miss Waters can object to Wyoming, even though President Trump Wyoming by like 40 points. She can object to that if she wants to. Right. Well, at least the Constitution allows members of Congress to raise objections. Yeah, we've heard a lot of talk from the Democrats about revisionist history and and the uh, and the and the big lie. I just think it's important that we've we've had members, Democrat members of Congress, tell us that if we we weren't allowed to object. That somehow we were we were uh, trying to overturn the will of the American people, even though we objected to states like Pennsylvania, for example, where they. I believe in an unconstitutional fashion, changed their election laws in the run-up to the election, but somehow they're allowed to object to Alabama, they're allowed to object to Wyoming, they're allowed to object to Florida, but we're not allowed to object. Uh, I just, I, I fail to see the logic there. How about the, the, the previous gentleman from Virginia talked about, talked about brutality, talked about statements. I, I just want to read you a couple statements here. Well, no, let me ask you this question first. Was the 2016 election stolen? Listen to this. Um, I I do not know of evidence that would say it was. I think you're alluding to it. You see that? You see that though? He can't give an answer. Isn't that amazing? He can't give an answer. That's 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 the kind of stuff that irks me and bothers me. We're all adults here. We know what we're being asked. We know what we're supposed to answer with. The problem with these politicians and these elected officials is they are so afraid to say the truth. It, 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 it makes me so sick. It a actually angers me. It angers me to no end when I watch these people squirm and sit there. And Jim Jordan does a great job. Don't get me wrong. He does a great job. But when you got these elected officials and these people appointed to, as attorney generals and FBI directors and all this, every one of them are scumbags. Every single one of them are scumbags. I have not met a, a, a decent person... Um, that, that controls the FBI, the CIA, the, the, uh, the national intelligence, all of them, every single one of them, even ones you think are good are not. They end up being scumbags like Bill Barr. Can we just get regular everyday people in there? Can we just get people like you? Can we get people like me? Can we just get regular people in there? The swamp is so deep, though, and that's why they hated President Trump. Sorry for interrupting there, but that kind of stuff just irks me so bad. Anyway, I'll go back to the video here. A troublesome thing about the legitimacy of our past elections, sometimes governors' races being called into question. And I think it's really necessary and important for all of us to find ways to restore our citizens' faith in the, the uh, electoral process and in our representative system of government. Uh, Secretary Clinton said on May, on the speaking tour, May 2019, you can run the best campaign, you can even become the nominee, and you can have the election stolen from you. Uh, September 2019, she said on CBS Sunday morning that President Trump was an illegitimate president. On October 2020, just a month before our last presidential election, she was referring to the 2016 presidential election, and she said it was stolen from her. Is she wrong? Ooh, good question. She is wrong. Yeah, she is wrong, because there was, there was the, the election was... See, now look at that. Now look at that. He can answer that question. That's another thing that bothers me. He said, is she wrong? And, and, and he said, she is wrong. Now, why did you answer that question so quickly? 
Why did you answer that question so matter-of-factly? He said, President Clinton, or I mean, uh, Secretary Clinton, said, <laughs> President, that's something she'll never be called. Secretary of Clint, uh, Clinton, um, you know, who whitewashed emails and all that kind of stuff and killed four people in Benghazi. Yeah, that same one. That same one. Probably had Seth Rich murdered. Yeah, that one. Stuff we can't say on YouTube, right? Anyway, he just asked her. President, or Secretary Clinton said that the election was stolen from her in 2016. He said, was that wrong? And he said, yes, that was wrong. Now, why did he say that? Why could he easily say that? Why? Because President Trump took over the presidency and was there for four years. And he doesn't want to say that this one was stolen. So he says the last one wasn't stolen. So he would rather call Hillary Clinton a liar, which she is. And he would rather say that nothing happened. Okay? Just so he can say the same thing about the 2020 election. Now, if they knew President Trump was actually going to beat Hillary Clinton, they would have stole the election then too. Like President Clinton, uh, like President Trump says, the person who's mad most in the world right now has got to be Hillary Clinton because she's like, why didn't you guys do this for me? Why didn't you do this for me? Well, because they didn't think he was going to win. So this is this guy trying to set seeds from back here so that they can grow over here so that he can keep the same answer when he knows damn well he's lying. Anyway, moving on. When we talk about revisionist history that we've heard from the Democrats, when we talk about the big lie, their nominee, as recently as last October, was saying the election in 2016 was stolen. They can object to Alabama. They can object to Wyoming. They can object to states when, uh, in, in 2017, but we're somehow not allowed to object to, um, object to anything, raise points about the 2016. 20 election. I, I just, I, it's not about revisionist history. It's about the double standards that Democrats want to, uh, want to have. All right. That's the part that bothers me the most. Important. All right, let's just get done there. So anyway, you, you see what Jim Jordan did there. Jim Jordan did his job. He did it well. And uh, I applaud Jim Jordan for, for getting this guy to, basically to get him to show, him his show the colors that this guy has. You know what I mean? He's right there with the rest of them. How deep does it go? How deep does it go? Only God knows, I guess. <sighs> All right, er, let's switch gears here real quick. Senator Doug Mastriano and Senator Chris Dush officially introduced Senate Bill 624 in Pennsylvania to stand up for the rights of law-abiding Pennsylvania gun owners. The bill, number 624, for all you Pennsylvania folks out there, would forbid state and local government... Uh, officials from enforcing new unconstitutional federal restrictions on gun owners. Again, for the people in Pennsylvania, this is very important for you to know. Bill 624, introduced by Senator Doug Mastriano and Senator Chris Dush. You guys want to make sure that you're behind that. You want to call your representatives. You want to call your state senators. Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to pass both houses anyway, but when it gets to Governor Wolf, you know how that goes. So what we really need to do is we need to make sure that we can have veto proof. We need to have as many senators and as many re uh, representatives vote for this bill because it's unconstitutional for any kind of gun grabbing from the federal government. So Bill 624 would uh, would 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 make it illegal for government uh, federal officials to be able to restrict your your gun rights in any way. Also, go to audit the vote dot, audit the vote pa dot com. You'll see it in the scrolling text below. Audit the vote 
pa.com and for all those that are looking for the address to send things to that's also in the scrolling text below as well as social media sites uh, that you can find me on so make sure you pay attention to that scrolling text below audit the vote pa.com let's get a forensic audit going in pennsylvania as well now liz cheney we talked about her earlier celebrate good times come on Okay, we danced earlier. It was a good time. If you have not seen this morning's show, we danced. It was fun. We played good music. There was good news throughout the entire show. And we gave Liz Cheney the Dum Dum Award. But guess what? <laughs> We're giving her another one. Rhino Bucket. Liz Cheney ran. As soon as she got done getting expelled from her power in the Republican Party, what did she do? She ran to liberal media. And not just any liberal media. No, 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 no. Savannah Guthrie of NBC. One of the worst swamp donkeys there is in news today. Savannah Guthrie of NBC. And it wasn't like, oh, Savannah, there you are. Can we have a conversation? Let me give you a uh, on-the-spot interview. No, no, this was an exclusive sit-down with lights and lamps and cue cards and the director's cut scene, all of it. It was, it was a sit-down. That means that they had this planned, that she did an exclusive interview with NBC. She ran to liberal media after being ousted of her leadership role. Now, here's where we have to be careful, folks, okay? Here's where we have to be very careful. Now, there's two things that are going to happen. One of two things is going to happen here with Liz Cheney. She is so far gone and so arrogant and, and, and lives on such this weird fantasy woketopia island where she actually thinks she has a chance here. Her only hope is that the rhinos that are behind her, where there's about a hundred uh, prominent rhinos who are talking about splitting off and making their own party just to destroy the Republican Party for what they did to her. That's what they want to do. They want to damn the Republican Party that ousted her to hell and they want to start their own little uh, party, which will never work, by the way. But it will do as, it'll, it'll do enough damage because there's a bunch of rhino-established Republicans out there. The special interest, the Jeb Bushes, the Michael Rubios, and all of their little donor crowds. There's enough of them out there to where they would hurt us. They could hurt us, okay? That's number one. So that's what she's already threatening, and that's what a hundred rhino-established officials are already saying, that they're going to probably still go and start their own party. That's number one. But that's not a big worry, because we can squash them, and President Trump can squash them like a tiny little bug that they are. That won't be that big of a problem, okay? Here's what is a big problem. If the Democrats continue to court her, and the Democrats get in her head enough to say, hey, the Republican Party left you. You didn't leave the Republican Party. You're more on our side anyway. Come over here. If that happens, if she decides, I'm going to screw the Republican Party because they kicked me out, how do you like me now? Because she knows she has no political future in the Republican Party. She's done. She's going to be primaried out in Wyoming. Nobody likes her there. She's going to be gone from Washington. Nobody wants her there. She's already gone from her leadership role. What has she got to lose? She's got two choices here. Two chances here. She can hope that President Trump becomes more and more irrelevant as the Democrats, big tech media, um, and social media, the media, and the rhinos all work together to continue to, to, to push President Trump further away and send FBI agents to people like my door to get us to stop talking about President Trump. So then she can run for president for the Republican Party, which is never going to happen. Or she switches sides. Now, a lot of you are like, let her switch sides. We already know what side she's on anyway. 
If she switches sides, we lose a senator until she's voted out in Wyoming. That means if she were to switch sides tomorrow until the election in Wyoming, she would be a Democratic senator, which means we would lose everything. We wouldn't have the 50-50 tie anymore. We'd be one step closer to them passing H.R. 1. That means they only have to get to Joe Manchin. They don't have to get to, to Manchin and Kirsten Cinema, And they only need one vote to pass H.R. 1, which is now S.R. 1. They'd only need one vote to make D.C. Uh, a state. They'd only need one vote to, to, uh, to, to destroy this country. To literally destroy this country. So we got to watch out for that. We got to make sure that our weak leaders in the in the Republican Party uh, fi figure that out. And that's just, I'm not saying it will happen. What I'm saying is, clearly she's uh, off a rocker. Clearly she's a nasty woman. Clearly she's about a, uh, revenge and attacking. And um, what has she got to lose at this point? What has she really got to lose? So we got to watch out for that. Now I'm going to play you another video here, and this is going—you're going to love this. This is from Sky News in the UK, okay? And you're, you're going to see a video from Alan Jones. Now I love Alan Jones; he's great. He—he he truly breaks it down. He's definitely a conservative, but he destroys Biden. You're going to want to share this. He destroys the current illegal resident of the United States of America, Joe. Biden. Let me bring this up on the screen so you can see this, because this is what other people in other countries think of our so-called president of the United States. Never have we been this week, folks. Never have we been this week. Watch this. Uh, well, we ignore at our peril the weak leadership in America, and we're now seeing the consequences of this around the world. Myanmar, Hong Kong, Taiwan, and I will say something later about France. President Biden addressed a joint session of Congress today. This bloke is without shame. He hailed the COVID-19 vaccines distributed across the United States as a dose of hope. That hope, Mr Biden, was launched on Trump's watch. Trump ordered millions of vaccines before anyone thought of it. Only last week, Biden was telling the world in a virtual summit on climate change, and note Biden wearing a mask, the only one, but the world's biggest polluter, if carbon dioxide is pollution, is China. They're promising net zero emissions by 2060, 10 years after our commitment to 2050, when our economies will be trashed. China will reign supreme yep. using our cheap coal. So, a week after the virtual climate summit, Biden had no, rec no direct condemnation today of China's pollution or military aggression. What he said was, quote, in my discussion with President Xi, I told him we welcome the competition. What the hell is that about? We're not <laughs> looking for conflict. Unquote. Of course, there will be no conflict. China is playing Biden off a break. Tony Abbott summed it up brilliantly last weekend when he wrote, quote, there's been the militarisation of the South China Sea, the bullying of neighbours, even India, the trade boycotts against Australia, the abrogation of the One Country, Two Systems Treaty on Hong Kong, the mass internment of the Uyghurs, and most dangerous for the wider world, the growing belligerence towards Taiwan, a liberal democracy of 25 million people that should not have to submit just because it was part of China more than 100 years and two world wars ago. Now listen to this. And of course, China is militarizing ports across our region. It's invaded Taiwan's airspace. What did the leader of the free world have to say in his first address about any of that today? Nothing. <laughs> and no mention of Israel with reports in the last 48 hours 
that former Secretary of State John Kerry, now Biden's climate change czar, dished details of covert Israeli actions to the Iranians. And you mean to say this bloke Biden isn't cognitively delinquent? Watch us. Have a listen to this. The President of the United States of America. We have to do more than just build back better. We build back, we have to build back better. <laughs> With regard to Russia, I know I've concerned some of you, but I made very clear to Putin that we're not going to seek ex- 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 excuse me, <laughs> escalation. <laughs> Putting Biden in this position of leading the world's democracies is elder abuse. Yes. His incoherence is not new. It is. But it surely can't go on. There will have to be a presidential resignation shortly. Yep. Listen to this from only a couple of weeks ago. The only way to spare more pain and more loss, the only way these millstones no longer mark our national mourning, these milestones, I should say, no no longer mark our national mourning. God help me. And then... I have never been particularly poor at calculating how to get things done in the United States Senate. So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... Well, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so, folks, if our allies, if our allies are making fun of, uh, 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 and, and, not, and not in a mean, evil way, but just like they can't believe that this is the president of the United States. If our allies are making fun of this guy, if, if our allies are saying that he's not cognitive, cognitively all there, if our allies are saying that he needs to resign s- sooner rather than later, which would put Kamala Harris, oh my gosh. Anyway, if our allies are saying that, imagine what our enemies are saying, imagine what our enemies are plotting, and imagine what our enemies are doing right now around the world, planning, preparing, plotting, strategic warfare against the United States of America. And I don't mean bombs, bullets, and guns. I mean cyber warfare, shutting down our infrastructure, destroying our gas, destroying our pipelines, and everything else. Which is a great segue into, I now think I have proof that the United States government, governors, the resident And all of the people involved at the highest level are purposely, purposefully destroying this country by destroying these pipelines. The Keystone Pipeline. The Colonial Pipeline. I think this is all done on purpose. Want to know why I think that? I'm not just saying I think that because I believe that this administration is corrupt. Check this out, folks. You are going to be shocked when you find out about this. Well, people who live in Michigan won't be shocked because they already know. Check this out. Gretchen Whitmer orders Canadian pipeline to shut down amid gas shortages. Why would she do that? Why would she do that if she's not involved in this? Why would she do that? Let's read here. Governor Gretchen Whitless has ordered a Canadian energy company to shut down an oil and gas pipeline that runs through the Straits of Mackinac, claiming the pipeline is a ticking time bomb, even though the company says the line has never leaked into the Straits. The Guardian reported that Whitless told the Canadian company Enbridge to shut down the pipeline known as Line 5 by Wednesday due to activist fears that it could spill any day. 
The pipeline has operated for nearly 67 years, and according to Enbridge, the portion of the pipeline that runs through the straits has never leaked. A different Enbridge pipeline spilled 845,000 gallons of oil into Michigan's Kalamazoo River back in 2010. Further, Enbridge has been working to tunnel beneath the lake bed to further improve the safety of the pipeline. The Guardian reported because the pipeline has been hit in the past two years by boat and anchor cables. These oil pipelines in the Straits of Mackinac are a ticking time bomb to their continued presence, uh, and their continued presence violates the public trust and poses a grave threat to Michigan's environment and economy, Whitless's office said in a statement regarding the pipeline. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't see what I see. You don't see a calculated, orchestrated effort by the Biden residency and by the Democratic governors to make us completely uh, energy uh, dependent again. You don't see a, calcul- a calculated effort to to have people run and flood into this country that don't have that have diseases, that don't have money, that don't speak English, that don't want to. Uh, uh, that who knows where they come from? You don't see a calculated effort in everything that they're do- doing. It's all by design. It's disgusting. These people are going for broke because they know, like I said earlier on today's show, they are on stolen time, not borrowed time. But folks, but. Not to worry. Not to worry. I'm here to tell you everything's going to be fine. Why? Because Joe Biden's own son, Hunter Biden, is an international gas and pipeline industry mastermind. That's what Joe Posobiec said. Joe Biden's own son is an international gas and pipeline industry mastermind. I can't wait. I cannot wait for his first briefing on how to save us from this gas crisis. Can you? Hunter Biden, where's Hunter? He can save us all. He knows all about gas and oil. He knows all about these pipelines. Oh, thank God. Thank God that Hunter Biden is there to save us all. That's a joke. That's it. And probably... You're fired. Anyway, folks, (laughs) that's going to do it for Live from America. 5 p.m. Eastern Time here, uh, May 12, 2021. Um, I will be back tomorrow, as always, at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. So don't worry, I'm not going far. Um, but I had a great two sh- uh, Both shows were great with you guys today. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I had a lot of fun dancing and laughing this morning, I can tell you that. And I just want to remind you guys to go to jeremyherald.com, uh, become a monthly donor if you can, or even do a one-time donor, uh, don- a donation. That helps big time. Uh, you can buy something from the store. That helps me and Family Farms. Um, or you can go to mypillow.com and put in the promo code LFA, and 50% of the revenue comes to the show as well. So, guys, thank you very much. I cannot wait to see you on the 19th in Philly at Independence Park. So make sure you come out if you can. And then I'll be in Lynchburg, Virginia on the 21st at Liberty University. Make sure you come out. Get yourself heard. Get yourself on TV and let people know what you think about what's going on in your local neighborhoods. And don't forget, I'll be performing at the Cookville Community Center with Dave Bray USA along with Real America's Voice News with the Save America Tour Bus on Saturday, May 22nd from 5 to 7. Get there early so that we can all hang out. God bless you guys. Remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever, 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 ever prosper. 
God bless you guys. See you tomorrow at 11 a.m. Please share the recorded video once it's up, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Have a great evening, folks.